celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. And welcome, my friend. Toll free, 1-866-405-8405. That's your toll free number to get into any one of the Dream Team's head. Could be Vlade's head, which you may not want to get into. Could be Dr. Debbie's head, groomer Joey Volani's head, or animal communicator Joy Turner's head. Uh, all of our heads together to help you with your problems right now. And Stacy Cohn, whose head is especially large today, what are you working on? Well, we've got some information on a new law that's going to be coming into effect in Massachusetts, and it's going to protect your pet against a domestic abuser. I'll tell you all about it coming up on Animal Radio News. It's about time they have legislation for that. I can't yes. wait to hear about that. Absolutely. We are about a week away from Halloween. I don't know if you're dressing up your animals. I know that Ladybug, and I'm not supposed to talk about this yet, but Lady Bug already has a tattoo on the side of her body, a heart tattoo. She has a little heart on. (laughs) And uh, now, is that going to come off ever? It's temporary, yeah. It'll come off during her baths, and she gets bathed frequently, so it won't be on there too long. How long did it take you to put that on there? Oh, it just took a minute. It's just a stencil, and you just apply. It's a vegetable dye food coloring, so it's non-toxic, and you just apply it lightly to her fur with a stencil and oh, uh, wow. peel it off, and now she has a perfect shape of a little red heart on her. Very cool, and I understand you're going to have the people who make this tattoo. They're yeah. going to be on next week? Is that- next week? Yes, I'm going to try to get them on next week. Okay. Just in time for Halloween. Cannot wait. There are, do you dress up Mika at all? <laughs> yeah, I, I will. And she's dressed up in the sheriff's uh, suit. <laughs> because, <laughs> because so many of right now, I have a stupid lap in my household as far as the boot camper. And the Mika is always, uh, you know, supervising him. Because you know those laps. Anyone can approach to my vehicle or whatever, open the door and just say, Come on, baby, show the treats. And that lap will follow. But it's not going to happen with the Mika. He's on, uh, you know, on her watch. <laughs> Dr. Debbie calls that goofy Labrador syndrome, GLS. Because I guess that's uh, she sees a lot of those at the office. Joy, are you uh, dressing up any of the horses? Well, you know, I have tried that before, and my boy Andalusian, he's my youngest baby. He just can't stand anything on any of the other horses. He'll take it and he'll get off whatever I put on there, however I put it on. Wow. He gets it off. Could you imagine showing up at a door trick-or-treating with your horse? Ooh. Boy, I bet you'd get some candy there. I bet. Or they'd leave some candy. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm just I'm just glad he doesn't have uh, house-breaking issues. Yeah. Or, you know, hey, Vlad, I'm going to get you over here and train these horses how to where they're supposed to go. I don't know. You're a wonderful horse trainer. I, that's why I have a tremendous respect to you. You understand. you got to be a leader. you got to be alpha. Or your world will never change. Absolutely. Coming up in just a few minutes, we have Gregory Popovich on. Do you know him, Vlade? I don't know him personally, but we communicated uh, once in a while uh, with him through email, uh, so it's a few times. So it was a nice uh, little bit conversation, but I didn't meet him personally. That's what I meant. Okay. But I would love to talk to him. He's uh, he's from your country, Russia, and he has trained cats and dogs and birds and all kinds of great animals to do a show that he does in Las Vegas. He's been doing it for, uh, geez, I want to say almost 10 years now doing that show. Probably. And, and then I got some uh, background information. I call Vladimir Putin and KGB ah. my sources. Yeah. And, uh, you know, interesting enough, he's not training them. He is more uh, like uh, revealing their own personalities and yeah. like, and one of them to perform the way which is basically nature were um, intended for those pets. That's very interesting. 
Well, he's taking his show on tour, and he's going to be, well, it looks like the West Coast this next few weeks. Yes. And we'll have tickets for his show, and he'll be on with us in just a few minutes. And what else do we got? Oh, the Cat Museum. He booked the Cat Museum today? Yeah. Okay. There's a brand new Cat Museum in... A museum just for cats. That's awesome. Alliance, Ohio. And if you know Where's me... that? I love some kitty. <laughs> Alliance, Ohio is yeah, like right over there. In Ohio, right. right. Yeah. What's in the Cat Museum? I gotta, I gotta, gotta know. That's I mean, what we're gonna ask him. I don't know, maybe there's like Morris's hairball. Wouldn't that be something? <laughs> no, I don't think and they can have you anything. bring your cat into the cat museum? Oh, these are all good questions we'll have to ask. Uh, what is her name? Karen Lawrence. Karen Lawrence. Isn't she like one of the board members of the Cat Fanciers Association? She is. Oh, I better be good. And she's part of their foundation. Okay. Stick around. The phones are open. Still, one 405 to talk to any one of the Dream Team. We'll go to the phones next. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Celebrating our connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. And the whole dream team is here. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Groomer Joey Volani. Animal communicator Joey Turner. And Vladi, the world famous Russian dog wizard. All getting set in our place in the studio. Thanks for making us number one for another year in a row. We could have done it without you. Stacy, what are you working on? So do you watch TV with your dog? Mine usually sit right next to me. One on one side, one on the other, yeah. one over on my neck. They're always all <laughs> over the couch. I know. Don't keep your animals on the couch. Whatever. I do. Anyway, um, we always watch TV together. And I guess Nestle has figured out that uh, people do watch with their dogs. And they have created the first television commercial for dogs. And dogs can actually hear and understand what they're saying. I'll tell you about it coming up on Animal oh, Radio boy. News. Yeah, I heard about Gotta this. Gotta hear this one. That might be pretty yeah. cool. One yeah. of those subliminal messages. Yeah. Sort of like that. I don't that. think we you can know, hear drink, it, Joy. Drink, drink. Yeah, it's, it's, I think it's pretty much for uh, their hearing only, but yeah. I don't want to give away the whole story. <laughs> Stacy killed me the last time I gave away a story before, before she read it on news. She really did. She slapped me up and down. What are you working on, Joey Villani? Mr. Animal Planets Dogs well, 101. Yeah, yes. Um, I'll tell you, you know when people get their dogs out of the kennel and um, or out of a shelter and they smell for about um, two weeks, you can't get that urine smell out of them because they've probably been laying in it for a while. Well, I'm going to tell you a nice, easy way to get, to get that out of your dog's coat because I had a woman that asked me that this week on my website. And I said, oh, that's a good thing to talk about. You got a website? Yes, joeyvelani.com. Wow, I didn't know that. Must be very hard. I don't even know how to spell Volani. <laughs> yeah, I know. I haven't. I haven't got my checks in a while, and um, so I, I kind of figured that out. And coming up in just a few minutes, Gregory Popovich will be joining us. He is the Russian guy who trains cats and dogs and geese, and his Las Vegas show is now going on tour across the country. And we'll have tickets for that in just a few minutes, right here on Animal Radio. Let's uh, hit the phones, one 405 8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. It looks like the whole phone bank is lit up. Are we taking one for Dr. Debbie right yes, now? Yes, go to line three. Okay, line three, and we have Cynthia. Hey, Cynthia, welcome to Animal Radio. Well, thank you. What's going on in your world? Well, I've got a little dog that scoots a good bit. <laughs> and, uh, oh, my gosh. <laughs> I, I sympathize, man. My dog has been dragging his butt all over my office. <laughs> it's just oh, horrible. Gosh. He prefers the concrete, really, but he will go on the lawn. 
But uh, that kind of ceased for quite a while. And then last week he started getting me up two, three times at night okay. in a frantic, desperate, fix it, Mom, fix it, what's the matter, fix it. And it's not mm. his usual mode of, hey, I want attention. Okay. And if I would push my hand down on his backside, like a pressure massage type thing, if I kept that up for an hour, he seemed to be relieved. So Wait a minute, hey, you pr- are you pressing his butt or you're pressing his back? His whole backside, my fingers would go right between his tail. His tail would go between my fingers, I should say. Okay, are you like, sticking your finger in his butt? Uh. Like in the butt hole? <laughs> no, uh-uh, on the backside. Okay. All right, sorry. <laughs> I'm just trying to visualize where he was probably itching. But okay. uh, that seemed to be the pressure because he was always favoring the right side. He'd push his right side up to me. Hmm, okay. But there was no anal gas because I'd had him to the vet before when he was scooting, and that's what they thought it might have been. But hmm. now I took him to the vet again. They gave hmm. him blood tests. Nothing. They can't okay. figure it out. And he's doing kind of like the butt scoots, like I'm trying to wipe something off my butt and drag it along the floor. No, it's more of an itch. That's why I started putting that hydrocortisone cream on him, and that seemed to work. Okay. But what now, was he caused actually- all this? Is he chewing or licking back there? Nope. nope. Okay. And his bowel movements are normal. He's not straining to do them. Okay. Well, there's a lot of other causes for scooting, and sometimes we focus in on the anal sacs because they're one of the most common causes of itchy butts, and, and that's my little puppy's problem is that he has anal gland uh, discharge that builds up, it gets itchy, and he tries to scooch it all over my nice wool rug. Um, so that, if we're dealing with that situation, we um, express the anal glands and we deal with um, making sure there's not infection there um, and going that route. So if we're not dealing with anal sac disease, and we're very comfortable that's been recently checked by your vet, then we look at some other things. And we have to remember that area is skin. So anything that causes skin disease along the lines of allergies, uh, including food allergies, or even bacterial infections, yeast infections, all of those type of things can cause a pet to respond the same way by scooting or trying to get back there and lick and to itch. Um, so that would be where my next focus would be going. And um, for me, I always kind of take the tail, lift it up, look at the area, make sure I'm looking and examining that really well. If there's any discoloration, sore spots, hair loss, then that gives me further evidence that we're heading down the road of, okay, this is more of a skin problem we need to be focusing on. And we might talk about ways to treat allergies, whether it's a hypoallergenic diet combined with anti-itch medicines, such as antihistamines and steroids. Those would be some of the things that I would be working towards. Mm-hmm. Well, he's now, a black some other... dog, but he has a little white bell bottom, so you can okay. only tell if there's anything there. It, it's pretty clear, yeah. Yeah, it's clear. So, um, <laughs> so those would be some of the things that I would really look at, and, and um, you know, other things beyond that. You know, parasites, things like tapeworms, can definitely cause an itchiness um, along the anal area. So, um, making sure we're checking. Uh, a regular fecal sample and doing twice a year dewormings with the direction of your veterinarian. Things like tapeworms actually take sometimes a little different medication than some of the more common uh, dewormers. Um, So that would be something else to look at. Um, And I guess it's a little intriguing to me, this whole kind of putting the pressure thing on that area and that makes him feel better because it it didn't feel swollen. There's no lumps. No, I don't know. Yeah. And, uh, you know, sometimes I'll, I'll even look at those areas. Um, I've had pets with, um, hip 
problems where they have arthritic hips, mm-hmm. where it's causing some pain and discomfort. So if we're focusing away from the anal area and more on the side of the hip, then that would be some direction that we might go as well. But that's a little bit more off to the side type thing. Mm-hmm. But I, I think that I'd really look at some of the possibilities of allergies and even parasites and uh, you know see if we can address that a little bit more for this guy. Because, man, I'm feeling it with you. <laughs> My little dog, he is just one itchy butt fella and Hal was laughing at me earlier because I was talking to him saying how sweet he was but his butt stunk like high heaven (laughs) I have COPD so so I don't smell it (laughs) (laughs) well trust me that's one smell you're fortunate not to have to smell So I hope that's of some help for you, Cynthia. And then, uh, you know, definitely, you know, if that first veterinarian visit isn't taking care of things, you know, you definitely want to readdress that. Tell them, hey, doc, you know, my baby's still uncomfortable. If he's waking up at night, he's bothered. That's something, that's a symptom we really need to take uh, seriously there. So um, well, they even called me back to see how I was doing. Excellent. And uh, Very they good. And they call again next week to make sure he was still doing okay. So they are very intrigued with what's going on. <laughs> well, good. We'll give him a good pat on the head and, uh, well, I guess one on the butt, too, just if that makes him feel better. <laughs> Thanks for your call, Cynthia. We appreciate you listening to Animal Radio. one 405 8405 to connect with the Dream Team right now. Hi, this is Fred Willard on Animal Radio. And I, I'm, I'm begging you, stay and neuter your animals. I'm sitting up and begging. I'll, play, I'll go over and play dead if you want. I'll follow you anywhere you want to go. Animal Radio is brought to you by... New from Bayer Animal Health. Advantage 2 quickly kills fleas within 12 hours. Canine Advantage 2 for dogs only repels and kills ticks, fleas, mosquitoes, repels biting flies, and kills lice. Both products are waterproof and kill all flea life stages. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantage 2 are registered trademarks of Bayer. Provide your pet protection from biting pests with an easy once-a-month application. Advantage 2 quickly kills fleas within 12 hours on cats and dogs. Canine Advantage 2, for dogs only, repels and kills ticks, fleas, mosquitoes, repels biting flies, and kills lice. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantage 2 are waterproof and kill all flea life stages. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantage 2 are available at your veterinarian or favorite pet specialty retailer and are registered trademarks of Bayer. This is Judy from Animal Radio. For months now, I've been telling you about the Stella and Chewy's dog food. Now I want to tell you about their cat food, made with 100% raw meat. And just like all Stella and Chewy's products, these dinners are made without grains, fillers, artificial preservatives, colorings, sugar, or salt. They come in four flavors, Chick Chick Chicken, Super Beef Alicious, Charming Chicken and Beef, and Yummy Lickin' Salmon and Chicken. Visit their website at StellaAndChewy's.com. That's Chewy's, C-H-E-W-Y-N. Why read a newspaper in the age of the Internet? Because you take the time to think things through, like your love of animals. You want to know where your voice and donations can be most effective. Animal People is the newspaper for people who care enough about animals to give real thought to how best to help animals. Request your free sample copy at www.animalpeoplenews.org. Hi, this is Steve Garvey on Animal Radio. Remember to spay and neuter your animals. Thank you. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. 
This is Animal Radio, baby. Hey, William, welcome to the show. Thank you. I understand you have a question for Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. Yeah, how do you outbreak a three-year-old pug? Hey, hi, William. I love those questions. You got kind of straight to the point. Okay, let me um, uh, turn your question around and maybe surprise you with something. Uh, tell me, what are you doing? What are you doing to break him from uh, peeing and pooping in your house? Well, I throw him outside the house. You want him to pee and poop outside the house? Dogs okay. Dogs there, and every time I see him, start sniffing. I, I throw him outside. Okay, so, and uh, when he pee and poops, uh, you, as usually, you're not around, am I right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Bill, and uh, do you have a puggle or pug? Because puggles are nuts. Don't even call me with puggles. You have a, hopefully you have a pug, yes? I got two pugs. Okay, that's good, that's good news. Okay, uh... <laughs> So here is the good news for you. One company, and I know I'm receiving the informations all over. I'm scaring the world for innovations and creativities and all different things. So they come up with one interesting product by name. Um, uh, what is it? Uh, potty, potty Rock. Okay. Potty. Like a go potty. Potty Rock. Yeah. So what it is basically, it's a very nicely, in a very cheap, very nicely decorated stone, uh, which has a fluent inside. And what is the fluent is, it's a basically one of the animals, uh, fox or coyotes, uh, urine. And what they discovered that uh, as long as the dog sniff it, he wants to go there and pee and poop in the same spot. Of course, a little bit pre-training is, is necessarily, you need to... Create your dog over, uh, create, uh, create your dogs overnight and in the morning bring him into this area and I would put that uh, rock somewhere in, in one spot. Because Bill, you probably, like so many people in this country, you know, the biggest dream of my clients, not stopping the dogs from biting, not stopping the dog from jumping. They wanted them. Look, here's the dream, American's dream in uh, pet ownership. They wanted their dogs go in one spot and pee and poop on the one command. That's what they want. <laughs> Don't soil the grass all over. So here's what you do. you got to put that uh, rock in the area where you wanted the dog go and pee and poop and bring him on the leash a few days and tell him, go potty, go potty, go potty. He sniffs. He pees, and you say, good boy, give him a treat. And if he didn't want to pee and poop, uh, he goes back, and you can find him in a little crate or in the gated area for a while, and you got to create the habits because he's not going to pee and poop in your house because he always will be crated or gated. And he's going to pee and poop in that spot, and uh, from that time, you don't need to bring him on the leash. That's how I would do and uh, as the part of comprehensive and synergistic approach, I would make sure I would not have a water, access to the water all day long. In this situation, I would give him water maybe two, three times per day. It's somewhere around uh, one hour after giving him food, because if I know it gets in, I know it comes out. Uh, the time-wise is so uh, it's very easy for me to control it as exception not like for forever 
and um, you know, I will definitely clean the rest of the house. I mean, whole house now because he probably pee and poop everywhere, not in the same spot. He likes to pee poop everywhere, yeah, in your house. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, so I would just treat your house like you have a box, like kind of nuclear contamination or something. Go to your local store and get one of two products or simple solution or. Um, uh, petastic, like fantastic petastic, works really great. Um, and just to clean your house, I mean, soak these things all over so it's gonna basically kill all sand. And uh, beyond and above, the image you may use, and it didn't work really well because it doesn't. If you doesn't sand, it doesn't mean your dog. It doesn't mean your dog cannot sand there. Their nose is a uh, hundred times, two hundred times better than humans, as a matter of fact. So that what I would do. I would just summarize it. You gotta, you gotta keep your eyes on him as the hawk. Two weeks, just give for yourself. You're gonna set up that, you know, that special stone in the backyard and uh, in the same spot, and you're gonna take him on the leash for a few we- days, not few weeks, few days, and go party, go party, he party, good boy, good girls. If you don't, they go go back and being gated or created. Um, and you do this procedure for a while, you remove the sand in your house, by cleaning your house, and you do it, uh, you basically cannot supervise them, they must be gated or created, and do this procedure for two weeks, and uh, you will be amazed to know, so your problems will be in the past. Thank you for calling us. one 405 to connect with the Dream Team. Flat in the world, famous Russian dog wizard, animal communicator Joey Turner, groomer Joey Volani, or Dr. Debbie, all here at your beck and call. I know with Vladi, boy, it takes about three weeks to even get an appointment with Vladi. That's how backed up he is at this time of year right now. Uh, but he's here, available right now to help you with your problems. So is Dr. Debbie. A big day at the office for her, but she made it in today to answer your questions. And we have Lynn on the phone. Hi, Lynn. Hey, how you doing? Welcome to Animal Radio. Where are you calling from? Thank you. Nashville, Tennessee. Nashville. Country music capital. Of the- I love it. That's right. <laughs> so what's going on with your animal? Hey, um, well, my little dog last night got a little baby rabbit in my backyard, and I was able to get the rabbit from him, but I don't necessarily see any puncture wounds on it, but there's a lot of torn skin, and it did make it through the night, and it acts okay today as far as it's funky. It's drank a little water, but I was just trying to see if there's something I could put on its skin before I let it back out into the wild. Mm, Okay. Well, I feel so bad for this little guy because... Rabbits being prey animals don't say a lot when they're injured, um, so it, it can be very deceiving sometimes how they seem like they're coping, but yet they can be in a lot of discomfort. Um, so if there's actually skin peeled away, that's what we call a degloving wound, and that's uh, kind of like a glove. When you take a glove off, you can peel it off backwards, and it comes right off. And that's right. what can happen very easily to bunnies, any kind of bunny. They have such fragile, thin skin. Um, I see a lot of folks that 
that, you know, try to trim their rabbits at home and cut them accidentally um, when they're trimming fur. And um, their skin is just a disaster to work with. Um, so when this happens and when that skin is pulled away, there's more damage there than what you're seeing. Um, and it's not uncommon. Some bunnies can actually suffer tr- chest trauma, pneumothorax, and really have some much more serious wounds that are going to become infected and, um, you know, definitely or certainly um, painful at this point. So my best recommendation is get this little guy some basic veterinary care um, before you release them. Antibiotics, pain medications would be the way to go. And it kind of depends. If the bunnies are doing okay, then I'll talk about suturing them back up and then closing that wound because we don't want to leave that open and hanging. But we have to have a bunny that I feel comfortable that is eating, that has energy and has kind of some zest for life in their eyes before I'd ever talk about trying to, you know, and do any surgery on these little guys. It can just be really um, too much for their little systems. Um, But, yeah, please, let's get this baby some basic veterinary care. And if he's not eating or not doing well, then I would ask you to do the humane thing and not let this little guy suffer. Oh, I wouldn't do that for anything. All my animals are risky, so... Um, I will call my vet first thing Monday and um, take him to her and let her look at him. I just, you know, I mean, he's about the size of the palm of my hand, so I wouldn't dare just let him out, let him go, because I'm afraid something might kill him or he might not make it. So I will call my vet on Monday. Yeah, and these little guys, you know, it's tough because, you know, when a rabbit has pain, they don't eat. That's kind of the first thing that goes. So we want to make sure that he is eating. So even if you have to kind of support him and syringe feed him a little bit, um, you can take rabbit pellets and kind of squish those up or blenderize them, add a little fruit-flavored Gatorade, and kind of syringe that into his mouth with either a baby dropper or a a medical syringe if you have one of those. And then any kind of wounds... Yeah, and any kind of wounds that you have, we want to keep those covered to some capacity. Um, at least okay. keep them in some clean areas so that we can uh, kind of keep that from getting uh, you know, soiled from his cage environment at all. Debbie, would you right, recommend right. maybe taking him to the emergency vet I'm instead sorry, of yeah. waiting for another day? You know. Oh, gosh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and this is something, because of the matter of pain, and that's where I, I guess I can't stress that enough, that the wounds may keep, but the pain is going on right now, and we do need to address this promptly. So, yeah, if you have an emergency center anywhere near you, I would certainly take this baby in because, um, yeah. I can tell you he is not a happy bunny. That's our oh, that's our animal communicator, Joy Turner, and she's speaking. While Dr. Debbie's talking to you, she's talking to the bunny. And what is the bunny thinking? The bunny is not a happy bunny. That bunny is in a world of hurt. Got to get to the uh, vet as soon as you can, Lynn. We appreciate okay. your call. Let us know what happens on that, okay? Okay, I will. Thank you for taking my call. Thank you, Lynn. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Pets Day. The dog days are every day with Pets Day, available exclusively from Imperial Palace, the Rio Resorts in Las Vegas. Pets Day provides unique in-room amenities for dogs, including the food, the water dish, a sleeping mat, dog treats, and don't forget that specialty room service menu. You can find out more details at Caesars.com slash Pets Day Las Vegas. And if you're heading out there tonight... First of all, I'm going to give you a little heads up because this happens before our show next week. It's on next Friday at the Coliseum at Caesars Palace, America's Got Talent Live. Now, if you've been watching the show throughout the year. And this is, of course, hosted by Jerry Springer. And it'll be uh, the 28th through the 30th. So that's Friday through the 30th. On the Halloween weekend, and the tickets are $42.50 at the Coliseum at Caesars Palace. And of course. You're going to go on? Am I going to go on? These are actually winners already. That ship has sailed for me. Yeah. Yes. I think the the last six 
winners of uh, this show I don't recall go on tour many. there. I don't know how that works. But if you're in town for that, you want to check that out. And, of course, you could bring your dog. Also this week, if you head out there tonight at the X showroom at the Flamingo Burlesque University. X Burlesque University. <laughs> Do you ever wonder how showgirls get their eyelashes to glimmer? How they skillfully sashay in high heels? Well, guests at XBU, that's X Burlesque University, Learn these and other tips. So if you want to learn burlesque. Oh, how fun. It's like a class. There you go. And that's at the X showroom at the Burlesque University. How so, fun. So, in other words, my dog can sit there and order room service and get whatever they want, and I can go learn burlesque. That's, that's it. what you're telling me? That's what I... And these and that's brought to us by Pets Day, by the way, those fine folks at Pets Day. <laughs> Park overall. I am just thrilled about Animal Radio. Please stay and neuter your animals. Please. Concierge desk, this is Amanda. Yes, I can recommend a great place for a walk. Imperial Palace and Rio in Las Vegas are rolling out four-star treatment for our four-legged friends. Our new pet stay program includes in-room accommodations for up to two dogs, food and water dishes, sleeping mat, dog treats, specialty room service menus, and more. The dog days are here. Book your stay at Caesars.com slash PetStayLasVegas or call 800-427-7247. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Pets Life Oral Care. Now there's a healthy and natural solution to prevent oral disease in your pet with no brushing required. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. There's a new bill that would include pets in domestic violence restraining orders in Massachusetts, and it's set to be considered by a legislative panel. State Senator Catherine Clark of Melrose sponsored this proposal. She says that domestic abusers often threaten to harm a family pet as a way of further manipulating their victims. The American Humane Association says that many battered women delay leaving an abusive home because they're worried about the safety of a pet. Clark's bill would allow courts to include in restraining orders a prohibition on abusing, threatening, or disposing of an animal. This bill is scheduled to be heard by the Judiciary Committee. Clark says that 17 other states, including Connecticut, Maine, and Vermont, now have laws that include family pets in protective orders. You'll want to keep your eyes on the road because October is the second highest number of deer vehicle collisions. Do you know which month is the highest? Well, November is the highest. There were over one million collisions between deer and cars between uh, July 1st, 2010 and June 30th, 2011. According to insurance industry figures, the cost to fix a car after a collision with a deer, about 3200 bucks. Better be sure that insurance is up to date. So it's the time of year where you're thinking about what am I going to wear to the Halloween party? <laughs> and also... What is my dog going to wear? Or your cat, even? Well, the most popular pet costumes this year, pumpkin seems to top the list, followed by a devil, a hot dog, a bee, and a cat. We'll assume that's for a dog. And, of course, a witch. My dog was actually a um, a elf last year because I used the elf for the holidays, you know, the, the Christmas holiday, and uh, just wanted to get the most money out of it. He looked awful cute in that elf costume, too. I, my lab doesn't fit anything, although my horse, there's costumes you can get for horses, too. 
Okay, I know. If I had a gerbil, I'd dress it up. Uh, would you let your dog play with something from Brett Michaels, one of the nation's biggest pet retailers? Sure, hope so. The Poison singer who did that song, look at the cat dragged in. And the reality show star has teamed up with PetSmart to design a line of pet products. The company is very happy about it. Brett Michaels' Pets Rock collection will be available next summer. And... Uh, PetSmart is just ecstatic about it. They've got all kinds of things for uh, pet parents. They've got a cool line of products from an entertainer with a demonstrated passion for four-legged animals. And uh, um, all, all animals have four legs, I guess. <laughs> well, I don't know. Anyway, um, he calls the deal a natural partnership for himself. And we do, too. I'm Stacy Cohen. Get more animal breaking news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Pets Life Oral Care. Our pets can show signs of oral disease by age three. Pets Life is the healthy and natural solution with no brushing required. Visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z.com. Did you know that 80% of dogs show signs of oral disease by age 3? And the cost to fix these issues can be up to $1,000. Now there's a healthy, natural, and affordable solution. And no brushing is required. Pets Life Oral Care breaks down the plaque and tartar that leads to gum disease and bad breath. To avoid those large vet bills and keep your pet healthy, call 888-453-4682. That's 888-453-4682. Or visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z. You're listening to Animal Radio. Once again, for another year in a row, America's favorite pet talk and number one pet talk is Animal Radio. Thanks to you so much for making that happen. And uh, number one, number one, isn't that hard to believe? Numero uno. I think we're the only ones, but <laughs> not the only ones, but we're one number one like by it. default. Yeah, one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. We'll head back to the phones in just a couple of seconds here for Doctor Debbie. I believe we have some calls lined up for her as well as groomer Joey Volani, Vlade, the world famous Russian dog wizard, and animal communicator Joy Turner. What was that? What was that, Book? You want some more Stella and Chewies? It's a dog food. Don't you understand that? Have you noticed that when Ladybug's finished and walks away, he goes and tries to lick the bowl? Yeah. He's not a dumb cat. I'll tell you that right now. Stella and Chewy's natural goodness for your dog. Raw, USDA inspected, no antibiotics. It is good stuff. I I would eat it if I could. It looks good enough to eat for me. I'll tell you, they're they're little patties that are freeze-dried patties. And I've never seen freeze-dried patties until Stella and Chewy's. And I was a little skeptical at first. I was wondering if the dog would love it. But let me tell you. She loves it, and Ladybug, yes. she'll eat it uh, dry, or she'll eat it mixed up with a little moisture, whether it be water or a little uh, low-sodium chicken broth or whatever. She likes that. She yeah. likes that. Yeah. Or we'll sprinkle it over food. I know that... Yeah, you can crumble it up and sprinkle it over any dog food. Vlade uses that religiously, and you know, it is made for the smaller dog. So if you have a bigger dog and you want to try Stella and Chewy's, you can sprinkle it over their food, and they can get some really good nutrients. If you'd like a sample of Stella and Chewy's, send me a self-addressed stamped envelope. The address over at the website at animalradio.com. Those of you that know me know that I love me some kitty. Cats are... You're a cat I'm guy. A You're cat. one of those crazy cat I guys, those rare breeds. die alone with a, a 50 or 60 cats Cats around all me. around you, yeah. So it caught my attention when I saw that there's actually a cat museum 
and I believe it's brand new, and I wanted to get Karen Lawrence. She's a member of the Board of Directors of the Cat Fanciers Association, and uh, I believe they're the ones behind the museum. Welcome to the show, Karen. Thank you very much for having me. Is this museum brand new? Brand new. It's in an old 1950s building, but we've renovated it in Alliance, Ohio. Alliance, Ohio. Now, is this the uh, first cat museum that we know of? To my knowledge, it's the first and only museum dedicated to the cat in North America. Hmm. So if we're driving through Alliance, Ohio, and we want to see cat memorabilia, what will we see there at the museum? We have a lot of artifacts. I mean, we even have the silver collar that was awarded to the winner of the first cat show in Madison Square Garden in 1895. Wow. How, How did you acquire that? Um, it came to us through an antique dealer. Where did most of this stuff come from? Uh, the majority of it has been collected from cat clubs and cat fanciers around the world. Uh, we have interesting things like um, old trophies from the 1920s, and we have show catalogs even from the 1920s that list all the entries in the shows. Wow. that's uh, Now, do you think it's just about time that we have a museum? I mean, tell us what was the impetus behind this. We decided about 20 years ago to set up a 501c3 foundation to basically preserve the history of the cat and the cat fancy. And this is ultimately our final result. Uh, we've been looking for a brick-and-mortar building for numerous years, and this one, it fell into our hands. Literally, the Cat Fanciers Association moved their office from New Jersey over to Ohio, and they offered us the ground floor, which we jumped at. What is your favorite thing in the museum? My favorite thing in the museum is a 1927 medallion. It's um, from the Canadian National Exhibition, and it has a little ribbon on it that is stamped Cat Show Committee. Cat Show Committee. Yeah. I like that. Okay, very good. Is there a, a website that correlates with the museum? Yes, we do. It's feline historicalfoundation.org. And we'll put that link over at the website at animalradio.com. Just in oh, case be great. anyone else who's a cat lover like me wants to learn a little more, more about the Cat Museum in Alliance, Ohio. Now, I'm thinking Los Angeles would have been a better place for this. No. <laughs> Alliance, Alliance, Ohio, is it, it's a very small town in southeastern Ohio, but it's one of those little fun country places. If you're ever going through Alliance, check it out. Check the it out, exactly. Cat Museum. Karen Lawrence, thank you so much for joining us today. You're very welcome. Thank you for having me. one 405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team. Could be Dr. Debbie with your vet medical questions, or dog father Joey Volani, or our animal communicator Joy Turner. Also, Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, uh, with your dog behavior questions. Let's hit the phone for a question with uh, Dr. Debbie first. Hi, Steve. How are you doing? Hell, I'm doing good. Well, my Boston Terrier, I was going to talk to Dr. Debbie. I wanted to ask about, uh, he keeps picking up his right, left rear leg every once in a while, like it's hurting him. But okay. I have gone and I've looked at it, manipulated his little foot, and it doesn't seem to bother him. And I felt up his leg. And like when you get to the knee, instead of being nice and even going around at times, you can actually run your fingers around and then there's an indentation. Mm, I'm just wondering if that might be a dislocated knee at any point in time. It might slip back and forth. Gosh, you know, Steve, you are so good, man. I'm going to give you your instant veterinary degree here because you're very close (laughs) to diagnosing this. From what you're describing, what I really think of in small breed dogs, when we have problems in the back leg where they kind of have that intermittent lameness where they kind of pick up their leg and almost skip on it and then put it back down, what I really think about is a luxating kneecap or a luxating patella. And you might actually feel an indentation where that kneecap should be when it 
pops out of place. So, yeah, if you're feeling that, um, in, in some dogs that can be a very subtle thing, in others it's, it's a smack in the face. It's very obvious. But, you know, if your pet is actually having some limping related to this, then I would encourage you to get a good checkup and maybe some x-rays because with luxating patellas, in some cases, we'll go with medications. And in other cases, really, surgery would be very important to help prevent the onset of advanced arthritis and even deformation of that leg. Um, well, but yeah, the knee- another thing, that was another thing I was going to ask you, because I can actually notice when I'm walking behind him that his little left foot will pigeon toe in. Yeah. What you're describing is already kind of into the, the upper grades of a possible kneecap luxation. When that happens, the, the forces on the kneecap are kind of pulling things inward so the lower part of the leg can rotate and actually become deformed. So it's not too late to, you know, to intervene if you're seeing that, but it would warrant definitely to have that looked at. For milder cases, like I said, some things like joint supplements, rest, weight management, um, arthritis medicines, things like that, but otherwise, a surgery is actually very useful for a certain population of dogs and can make them very comfortable afterwards. So, yeah, I would definitely get it. He's like two and a half. He's not overweight. He's got a really good form to him. And, uh, you know, he doesn't whimper or nothing. And just like when I was messing with it, it doesn't seem to hurt him. And I'm hoping it's something that doesn't need surgery. Yeah, well, certainly I would hope so, too. Now, the interesting thing, and I always will point this out, is we always, as humans, expect our dogs to cry when their legs hurt them. And they're just not going to do that unless you've really got a broken leg or something really over-the-top painful. But for pets with chronic arthritis or chronic orthopedic problems, you're not going to have a dog vocalizing about that problem. If you see any abnormal movement, any limping or change in the way they move, that's your sign. That is the sign that something is is not right. So don't hold out for the crying or you're going to miss a very important part where um, he is painful, but in a milder case. So. You see, animals are so much smarter and they don't cry and they, they, they handle things so much more maturely than any human would. Well, you know, it's, it's nature because in the wild they couldn't show weakness because then they would be preyed upon. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, there's so you much here it. at Animal Radio. Do you have an aging pet? How about a scratchy dog or an anxious cat? The natural vet, Dr. Sean Messonnier, recommends Pet Pals Vitamins. Pet Pals formulas provide safe, affordable nutritional therapy with noticeable benefits. Pet Pals are flavored, chewable tablets that can be given as a treat or crumbled and mixed in with your pet's food. Give your pal the gift of wellness and longevity. Try Pet Pals risk-free today with our satisfaction guarantee. Go to AnimalRadio.com for your 10% off coupon now. Celebrating seven years as the finest resource site for aging dogs, cats, and their owners. SeniorPetProducts.com provides the latest news, information, and products for the life of your pet. At SeniorPetProducts.com, you'll find everything your aging pets need and our friendly support staff ready to answer your questions. New customers enter promo code SAVE25 on our homepage or at checkout to receive 25% off your entire order. The most trusted authority on all things Senior Pet. SeniorPetProducts.com. Hi, Bob Vela here for Canine Caviar. At Canine Caviar, we make your pet's food with only human-grade quality ingredients, and we use dehydrated protein sources like buffalo, chicken, lamb, beaver, venison, and duck. Canine Caviar is affordable. On average, it only costs $1.75 a day to feed a 65-pound dog. So go with the best food for your best friend. Don't forget to ask for our free-range, grass-fed buffalo treats. For more information, go to KenineCaviar.com or call 1-800-392-7898.
It is Animal Radio, one 405 8405 Quite the dancer there, Judy. I didn't realize that uh, you could dance I so well. I got the rhythm, don't with, I? With Ladybug, the studio stunt yeah, dog. Yeah, we got it going on over here. With her little red what nails. A what a team. They are amazing, <laughs> I tell you. <sighs> Let's see. We're supposed to do something here, right? Joey's here. Joey's yes, tip. Yes. yes, I knew. Joey's in the studio. Yes. <laughs> it must be his time. For, you see, without the violins, I got a little confused, but apparently the violin players have been locked out of the studio. Is that correct? They won't be allowed back in? Who locked them out? I thought you did. You told me before the show, don't allow the violin players. Now are you, <laughs> are you making, it look, making me look bad now like I, it wasn't Boy. a dictum from you? No, that came from you. I didn't say that. Okay, well, we don't have the violin players here this week. Joey, I, I don't know what to say about that. You know, I, I, I mean, um, I wish somebody would have told me because I still got to pay these guys. Yeah, well, maybe now you don't. I'll send them your way when they come collecting. Okay, well, it is time for Joey Volani's Tip of the Week brought to you by Senior Pet Products. <laughs> Everybody gets sent my way when they don't get paid anymore. Hey, check out the website at SeniorPetProducts.com if you're looking for any kind of pet product, any kind, because they have a lot of products, let me say, that are not for senior animals, like flea medication, if you have the, one of the spot-ons, or you're using chondroitin or glucosamine. Oh, you can start that young with animals. Get a 25% discount of anything on their website by putting Save25 in the promo box right next to the Animal Radio Dog at SeniorPetProducts.com. And they bring us Joey Volani with our tip of the week, ladies and gentlemen. Well, I had... Um, hey, did you ever get a dog from the shelter? Any, uh, occasionally. Cow, yeah. Judy? Yeah. Yes. Okay. And did you ever, did you ever have that... Um, that horrible urine smell sometimes that's embedded that's embedded How on their coats. How do you coats. get rid of that like, smell? Yeah, it's a funky well, smell. That's that's what um this woman Mildred um was asking me the same question. She almost wanted to bring the dog back to the shelter because um she couldn't get rid of it. Actually brought it to the groomer and um regular shampoo sometimes doesn't work. What we found was a, a really great home remedy that you can use that um all it is is um Lemon juice and water. Lemon and, juice and um, that's all? That's 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 it. That's it. Now I found out one thing. The lemon juice that you buy in the bottle, uh-huh. like that's already pre-made, um, if it's not 100% pure lemon juice, it will not work because okay. I tried it. So what really the best thing to do is, and what we found was is we had um, four large lemons, squeeze as much juice out of it as possible into a um, cup of water. Mm-hmm. Two ways you can apply it. You can apply it either with a sponge and, 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 and rub it in, or a spray bottle and work it in with your hands, a brush, or a comb. Hmm. Um, it immediately eliminates the urine smell. You do that for a couple of days, and the um, staining as well, the urine staining comes out. Wow. And um, this also works well on cats as well. I mean, a lot of cats, um, you know, that, that go into the little box, and they get a little bit older. And this is really good for old old pets as well, old dogs. Dogs that you know what when they urinate sometimes they get it on them, they yeah. get it on their legs. They eat, and it works really good and it's just a nice um, natural way to um, deodorize your pet where it's not going to cause any problems, mm-hmm. have any side effects, and it's something you can do one, two, three. Snap your fingers and it's done. How do you get your dog to stop smelling from lemon after that? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the whole thing. If you don't like the smell of lemon, then you got a problem here. 
Animal Radio is brought to you by SeniorPetProducts.com. As your best friend settles into middle age and shows signs of slowing down, SeniorPetProducts.com is there to help your senior pets live to the fullest with thousands of products for the life of your pet. SeniorPetProducts.com. Hi, everybody. This is Deborah Wilson from Mad TV, and you're listening to Animal Radio. And as my friends would say, This is Animal Radio. Vlad, your cat friend, your Russian cat friend, Gregory Popovich, will be on in a few minutes. Okay, yes, I'm looking forward. He's not just a cat friend, he also has a different animals. Uh, dogs and rats and everything in his show. I think he even And the uh, go- go- goose- gooses? Yeah, fun show. Hey, Becky, welcome to the show. Uh, thank you. I understand you want to speak to animal communicator Joy Turner. Yes. She's right here. Hi, thank Becky, you. how can I help you? Yes, I've got a little uh, two-and-a-half-year-old Maltese, and she's just as friendly as she can be, other than uh, she was raised up with my brother, so she slept with my sister-in-law, so she's used to being in the bed with us. Okay. But if my husband comes to bed after I do, she growls and snaps at him. I was just trying to wonder why she does that. Okay, and tell me her name, Becky? What's Her your name dog's name? Snuggles. Snuggles? Uh-huh. I, I just cannot just, uh, you know, I just need to put my 20 cents. <laughs> because she's a little bitch. That's what she's doing. You have to get her to the attitude adjustment program. But go ahead. <laughs> okay, so I actually asked Snuggles why she would do that. And basically, it's a learned behavior from her other person. So you are going to need to do something and um, something to convince her that she needs to stop doing that. One of the things that I would do, I would, of course, tell her no. I would put her off the bed to let my husband come into the bed. Start there in a nice, gentle way first, and you're the one that would need to reinforce that, not your husband. And see if that works. If you do that for a period of time and you're not getting anything there, then you're going to have to escalate to something a little more emphatic in her mind. And that would be maybe like closing her out of the bedroom and see how that works for her. So you're going to have to keep escalating up in steps because she doesn't see anything wrong with what she's doing because it's what basically she was she learned how to do from her other person. Does that make sense? So she sees you in the bed as her territory. Well, uh, not really because she didn't sleep with my brother. She slept with my sister-in-law and they slept in different beds. So yeah, that but that's the sister. That's the it. woman. And you're the woman. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, it does. Yeah, so she's expecting that that bed belongs to you and her, and he should have his own bed, because that's what she was shown. That's all she knew. So you have to demonstrate something different, and you could, if you wanted to, put her down, have your husband come on the bed, and then if you want her on the bed with you, which I know Vlad will disagree with me about, but I think (laughs) as long as it's going to be a true partnership here and not something that she's going to try to run the show, then you can put her back up on the bed after he's in the bed 
but I wouldn't let her growl without giving her consequence to that growling, and the first consequence would be you have to get off the bed then. And if it doesn't okay. work, uh, use the pet convincer, like uh, Joyce said. You have to convince her. Convince her with pet convincer. Zap her with the air, and she's going to fly out from the bed and never do that again. That's it. That's so simple. Okay. And be well, gentle with her because she's not really trying to be mean. She's just doing what she learned. Okay. So you can't really holler at her too much if she was taught that. Okay. Well, it's kind of hard uh, to keep her off the bed in this big truck. I mean, you know, we don't have that much room, and I put her well, down, she to, jumps right back up. You don't have up, to necessarily so. keep her off the bed. You just need to put her off when she growls at your husband to say, no, that behavior is not acceptable. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. I've been grabbing her and holding her, but I, I understand. Nope. Okay. Yeah, wrong thing. That tells her, oh, if I growl and bark, I'm doing a good thing. She's holding me. Don't do that to Okay. Her. All right. Okay. Thanks uh, for your call, Okay. Baby. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Thanks for listening to Animal Radio. one 405 8405 to connect with the Dream Team. Boy, I could hardly keep Vlade down there. Yeah, you know what? Because 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 you you know why? Because they just yesterday had the same case. Fullerton Police Department young guy um, had a Yorkie who was biting. He was complaining to me that Yorkie was biting him, and uh, while he is approaching to his uh, wife's bed, and he was biting his wife too, and that Yorkie was totally out of control. So eventually he figured out through some connections there is a new sheriff in town, which is a Russian dog trainer. Listen, people. I'm not in the business to extend any's body level of stupidity. Neither dogs, neither humans, okay? We can talk to them, please, don't bite my husband. Or we're just going to take the actions. Keep complaining, much easier. Take actions, much harder. There was the fundamentals missing. There's, those people had a five trainers in the past. They tried all possible positive reinforcement. They tried to talk the dog out of it. Nothing happened. Because dogs like a humans. So they give them paw, they take four. Period. So start from fundamentals. We put the solid obedience training. We put the humans on top. We made the uh, dogs follow. And, uh, you know, I did some exorcism, <laughs> exercised the evil out of the dog, showed who is the boss, and magically, miraculously, it's going to be testimonial on Yahoo Local. The police, police officer will tell everything what's happened. The dog is now angel, angel, canine angel. Love everyone who is listening and love everyone who is calling us. I just couldn't take it. I just needed to tell you. Sorry, guys. Stacy Cohen working on news. What are you working on? So do you watch TV with your dogs? I guess Nestle has figured out that uh, people do watch with their dogs, and they have created the first television commercial for dogs. And dogs can actually hear and understand what they're saying. I'll tell you about it coming up on Animal Radio News. This is really cool. Have you heard about this, Jimmy? I've heard about it. Uh, I haven't heard it, okay. but maybe I can't hear it. But uh, You can't because it's a, it's a commercial that's made in ultrasonic that's just levels awesome. that we can't hear. You know, I've been watching Boss, and he has been tuning into the TV. Maybe and this is amazing. He, he sits there and stares at it. So I wonder if this has been going on for some time, and it's some kind of conspiracy we don't know about. And now mm. it's just coming out right now. Who knows? Uh, yeah. We'll find out in just a few minutes with Stacy Cohen working on news. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. You're listening to Animal Radio. 
Ronnie, welcome to the show. Hello. You wanted to talk to animal communicator Joy Turner? Yes, please. She's right here. Thank you. How can I help you? Um, I have a cat, a male cat, about almost three years old, who was shot um, about almost a year ago and consequently had to have both his front paws amputated. Well, actually, he lost them in, in the shooting pretty much. Now, he's doing fine. He's doing really well. He can do just about anything a cat with four feet can do, except he cannot go downstairs. However... We're having a problem. He, he will not go to the litter box on his own. He, he will go if we put him in, and he will come and let us know that he needs to go, but he will not do it on his own, and we just cannot figure out what the problem is, why he will not go to the litter box on his own. Well, that's a really quick, easy thing. I don't even have to ask his name because he jumped right into my head to tell me. It hurts his feet, or, it, well, it hurts his front legs really? to go jump in there on his own. What do you have in the box? We put, uh, we have, it's called Yesterday's News. It's a litter that's uh, papers rolled up into like a pellet. And we've cut the end of the box out so he does not need to jump in. He yeah, he doesn't right like going in there with those front legs. It hurts him. So um, I'm going to suggest you get some, because everything that is normal litter feels kind of like rolling around on gravel to him. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't feel good to his legs. No, so if you could maybe put that litter in there, but then um, I'm trying to think of something, put like a towel would probably even be too much. Maybe you could put something like a piece of newspaper over the litter so that he's got something that's smoother to put his front feet into. Oh, okay. Does that make sense? Well, it's worth a try. We've tried everything else. Yeah, it's because it hurts him. That's why he. if you set him in there, then he can get in there in a way that doesn't hurt him. Mm-hmm. But if he has to walk in, that hurts his front legs. You know, there's all those nerve endings. No matter what they do to try to fix it, mm-hmm. still there's those legs, the ends of his front legs are not going to be like his feet. They don't have the same kind of protectiveness yeah, that his feet that. have. Mm-hmm. And that's his issue. So find a towel or find maybe something that you could wash or just pick up the top and throw away and then scoop out the litter, something like that, mm-hmm. that's smooth and soft on his front legs. Okay, you're saying lay this on top of the litter. On top of, yes, so that when he walks in with his front legs, his front legs hit that smooth whatever it is. Okay, all right. I will be happy to try it. Thank you so much. Thanks for your call, Bonnie. Mm -hmm. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with anyone in the Dream Team right now. You know, and Hal, I find this to be quite often the case, even with cats that have been declawed, Mm -hmm. because in declawing, they take off... Literally, like the tips of your fingers. Yep. And so they often, too, will stay out of litter because the tips of their fingers are raw still, even though they're healed, even though they're supposed to be fine. Very, very many cats, after they've been declawed, change. They either get to be crappy or crabby and grouchy, or they don't like the litter anymore because it hurts their feet. You know what we did with one of ours is we took uh, the actual litter and we put carpet remnants inside. And now she just loves to use that. She, she used to go and place She doesn't want to deal with the litter anymore. She's no. getting too old for that. She's not the claw. She just is getting old and that's the way it is.
Yeah, and, and I have a number of clients that just want something softer in the box. Yep. And I'm staying out of that conversation because I'm not the cat <laughs> trainer. But something special is coming up regarding the cat trainer and much beyond. Oh, yeah. Gregory Popovich is going to be on in just a few minutes. He, of course, is your compadre from Russia. He has trained cats and dogs and geese and all kinds of wild animals and domestic animals, let me say that, to do an act. And he has a Las Vegas act, and he's taking it across the country now. And he's maybe visiting your market here very soon. We'll have tickets, too, to give away. Is that correct? Yes, we will. Okay. That's coming up right here on Animal Radio. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Celebrating our connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. Boom! Did I scare you at all? Yes, don't do that. Oh, oh you scared me. one 405 a week away from Halloween, getting our animals all dressed up. Something that uh, is a big deal around here at the Animal Radio Studios. Never was in my life before I started working here. But uh, you get Ladybug dressed up. Mika. Mika, Vladi's dog gets dressed up in the sheriff's costume, which is (laughs) fairly amusing. Isn't it? And uh, Joy Turner, she doesn't bring her horses into the studio or anything like that. But uh, she's had bad luck in the past with dressing up her horses for Halloween. Can you imagine showing up at someone's doorstep, trick or treat with a horse? Hey, cool. Take the whole bag. That's what I'm thinking. And, of course, Miles. You dress Miles up. And uh, Do the other dogs get dressed up, too? They all do. I think I, I, Miles is either going to be a spaceman or a devil. We don't know yet. we got both costumes this year. Yeah. And Buster will be a pumpkin. Um, I don't know what we're going to do with Peanut, because he's the only one that won't wear a, um, a costume. And Simon, um, I don't know what the hell Simon, a sailor. A little sailor uniform. Do you have any? Maybe Peanut can go as himself. Yes, as a Peanut. That would be great. Peanut can go. <laughs> you know what? Maybe I'll shave him bald and um, put, like, you know, peanut ridges on him. There you go. How's that sound? <laughs> put a little top hat. Well, Judy, you're like, uh, you're, you started this, uh, this whole process started two weeks ago. Let me just tell you right now. You've well, you dressed, have to prepare. You've put on, uh, you've, first, you've done her nails. Right, you've done Lady Bunny's nails. nails. Done. They have red, hooker red nails now. No, no, it's red. It's berry season for the new fall colors. Right. Wow. Okay. You also right. put a heart on her side. She has a little heart on her side. She has a little side. red heart on yeah. her side. Yeah. She wears it on her shoulder. Is she that, does. She wears what it. is that saying? Is it you wear your heart on your shoulder? Wear your heart on your sleeve. Oh, okay. Yes. I thought yes. it was shoulder. No. That's well, a, a chip on your block on the old shoulder head. Chip what, on the shoulder, like hard on the sleeve. Yeah, Hal. Come on. <laughs> okay. Well, she looks uh, splendid. In fact, we're going to put pictures up at the website of her with her brand new tattoo. Pet two. Pet two. Well, you know, Joey's got tattoos. I got a tattoo. I thought that ladybug should have one. Very. I'm the only one without a tattoo here. What's with that, Hal? You know, I'm I'm jealous. I didn't know about these pet twos. I got to be. I thought I was on top of everything in the fashion industry for pets here, and um. This I'm is not, the new so thing. I'm, I'm very disappointed. What do you normally do? You do stencils on your animals, don't you? Absolutely. It's um, you, you do, it's easy. You do it with a blow pen. Blow pen. I've never even seen a blow pen. I don't even know Where what do you that get is. That? Go to go to go to a um an arts and crafts store, and and usually in the in, in the kids section. It, well, basically, what it is, it's a, it's a um an airbrush that you instead of you know using a compressor, you use your mouth, and it's um but it's for kids, so it's non toxic. Hmm. Just don't suck in. <laughs> yeah, just don't suck in. Yeah, I had that problem when I learned to siphon gasoline. Yeah, don't give it to Hal. Yes. That could be dangerous in his hands. Stacy, what are you working on? 
So would you like your kids to be a little smarter, do better in school, sure. be better friends on the playground? Of course. Well, what you might want to do is think about a pet. Hmm. I'll tell you why, coming up on Animal Radio News. Let's hit the phones. one 405 right now. Is this for Joey Volani? We have Steve on the line. Hey, Steve. Hey, how you doing, guys? Good. What's going on? Uh, I'm actually up in Warwick, New York, uh, apple picking, so if I sound a little out of breath, it's because I am. I'm climbing up and down hills here, but I did have a question for Joey. Joey, you there? I'm here. How you doing? Uh, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I got a question about my golden retriever. Totally normal dog in my eyes. Does everything uh, you would expect. He's seven years old. Um, I'm familiar with the groomer I take him to, friendly people. I see how they care for other dogs. I'll take him there for a grooming, say 9 o'clock in the morning. They give him to me back as soon as possible. I get the dog home. He's totally out of it. All he wants to do is lay down. It, it like, almost takes him 24 hours to recover. I'm kind of concerned. Is it a stress thing? I mean, am I stressing him out with this? First question I'm going to ask you. Does he like going to the groomer when you put him in the car to go there? He doesn't he really know he's going see- there. He's psyched when he gets well, in the it- car. He's is he excited? excited going in the place. I can't honestly say he's happy. Okay, but when he goes in the place, is he excited? Does he greet the groomers? Yes. Does, he try, does he try to run out the door? No, he, he greets the groomers. He doesn't try to run out the door. I'm not sure. Okay, because that, that's realizes. a good sign, believe it or not. Because if, if, if my dog, and, and not every dog is going to want to be groomed, no matter how um, good the groomer is, but a, a sign sometimes is if, if, the, if the dog doesn't want to go in the door, it sometimes could tell a tale that maybe you know something wrong is going is going on there. Not all the right. time, but sometimes it will, and that would turn me off. Uh, if the dog is going in happy, is your dog a full coated um golden retriever, real thick hair, yeah. or is it yeah. you know, okay? No, I'm going to be honest with you. The grooming process could be very very labor intensive at times, especially a golden retriever that has a you know a real thick double coat that has a um. A lot of hair and is, is and, and sheds a lot. Does your dog shed a lot? Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay, it's you know what the process is is is, is really really labor intensive. Um, there's a lot of brushing, a lot of combing. He's under a dryer for probably an hour to an hour and a half, um, standing on the table. And, you know, most dogs don't like their nails cut, so they're going to fight with that. Maybe their ears being cleaned. Um, so it's, you know, it's, it's, I'm not going to say it's a, it's a rough day, but it's definitely, it's definitely a day that he had a little bit of a workout as well. As long as the dog seems happy, the people seem like they're treating your dog real well, your dog comes out looking good, I would not be too concerned. But you can also ask your groomer if you're concerned, hey, can I stay and watch the process once? Right. And if they right. say no, then I would find another groomer. If they say, sure, no problem, hang out, check it out for a little while. You know, you don't want to be in the way, and I think, um, you know, you'll have all your answers. So you're leaning more towards that. You think he just may be exhausted and not stressed? Absolutely. I know a lot of dogs after a long um, day of, 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 a, of a grooming um, will come home wiped out, my okay. dogs included. Steve, let's ask, uh, let's ask animal communicator Joey Turner. What's your animal's name? Uh, Murphy. Murphy. What's Murphy thinking there, Joy? First of all, he's a little bit confused. Um, his question is, why exactly do you have this done? Do you think he's like, gets too smelly or what? Uh, well, after a while, and you know, I probably don't groom as much as I should. Um, well, he just needs to, have, you know, be trimmed. Um, definitely a bath is, uh, is always good. Uh, you know, there, there is an odor after a certain while. And sometimes I'll notice he, you know, he'll start after like, you know, maybe 60 days. I see him scratching a lot more. I'm going to ask Murphy if he finds the process of having that done, is it tiring or is it stressful or 
for him to explain how he feels, okay? Okay. And, yeah, he says that's exactly it. He doesn't think anything bad happens. It just takes a lot out of him, and it is stressful for him, but it's also very physically and emotionally and mentally tiring. Let me ask you, what happens as he gets older? And he is 9 and 10. Hopefully I keep him until he's... 12 and 13, but I'm just concerned on someday I don't want to get a call if something happened to your dog, you know. A lot of this you can do in your home. I mean, the brushing and combing is the most labor-intensive part. And if you can get a lot of that dead hair out um, before you go to the groomers, it's definitely going to shorten and make, make the process a little bit easier on the pet. So what I would do as he gets older, because big dogs, as you know, they don't live as long as um, you know smaller breeds. Um, so at age seven is really a good time. Maybe you guys want to brush them and comb them. If you have kids, have them do it. You know, Let them be part of the process of it and bond. It's a good bond. Um, experience as well and if you can get a comb through your dog and um, a professional pet comb because you don't want to use the ones that you, you buy in the store for yourself because they're a little bit teeth are a little too tight together a professional pet comb you can get them in, you know anywhere um, Senior Pet Products um, actually sells a lot of them and um, yeah, use that idea. run it through the dog's coat and I think um, you know it'll, it'll be a lot easier it'll be a lot easier before the dog goes to get groomed well, I think that's a good idea hey before you guys cut me off I just wanted to say, Joey, you're not going to remember me, but I met you, if you remember, it was probably last summer with Caesar. I don't know if you remember me. We were talking for a good 10 minutes. You know what? I'm sorry. I got to say I'm sorry. I don't remember who you were, but um, don't feel bad about that because uh, he doesn't really remember us. Now that he's on Animal Planet and Dogs 101, he'll come in and I'll have to introduce myself to him like every week. What? That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're listening to Animal Radio. Celebrating seven years as the finest resource site for aging dogs, cats, and their owners, SeniorPetProducts.com provides the latest news, information, and products for the life of your pet. At SeniorPetProducts.com, you'll find everything your aging pets need and our friendly support staff ready to answer your questions. New customers enter promo code SAVE25 on our homepage or a checkout to receive 25% off your entire order. The most trusted authority on all things Senior Pet. SeniorPetProducts.com. Hi, I'm Steve Garvey, and I'm here with my good friend, actor, and pet food guru, Dick Van Patten. Hiya, Steve. It's good to see you. Dick, my two dogs have been on your natural balance for years. They love it. They look great. So what's the secret? It's simple. Our formulas are developed by top nutritionists and based on scientific fact. And then they're made with the best ingredients. It's just a winning combination. It is. Just like Russell to Lopes to Garvey. <laughs> Thanks for that. Hey, everyone. If you love your pets like I love mine, try natural balance. Fido Friendly, the travel and lifestyle magazine for you and your dog, presents its annual 25 Days of Gift Giving. Every day in December, you can log on to enter for your chance to win the featured gift of the day. The December issue features contests, adoption stories, destination reviews, where to dine Fido alfresco style, and the perfect ski town to visit with your furry best friend. Visit their website for a free online preview at www.fidofriendly.com and find out what all the barking's about. Hi, Bob Vela here for Canine Caviar. At Canine Caviar, we make your pet's food with only human-grade quality ingredients, and we use dehydrated protein sources like buffalo, chicken, lamb, beaver, venison, and duck. Canine Caviar dog and cat foods are formulated specifically with your pet's optimal health in mind. Canine Caviar is affordable. On average, it'll only cost $1.75 a day to feed a 65-pound dog. So go with the best food for your best friend. Don't forget to ask for our free-range grass-fed buffalo treats. For more information, go to KenineCaviar.com or call one 800 392 
It's Animal Radio. Hey, thanks for making us number one another year in a row. We're delighted. Every September we get these numbers back, and it says once again that you love Animal Radio more than any other pet talk in the world. Yay! So we thank you for that. And, uh, oh, can I mention this one more time? Okay, we, we talked about this last hour, and I wanted to bring it up because there was a few calls on the phones about this. If you're giving your animals any kind of drugs or medications, the veterinarian prescribes any kind of medications, about half of these drugs that are prescribed from your vet actually are people drugs. That's what it says here. It's probably a little more, isn't it, Doc? I mean, don't you deal with uh, a lot of human-type drugs? Well, yeah. I mean, some some drugs are specifically labeled for pets only, but many of them, you know, some of the physiology is very similar. So we get drugs from the human side, and, you know, believe it or not, they discover some because of veterinary work. So (laughs) works both ways. Now, I know, Judy, you get uh, prednisone, which you can get at a regular pharmacy, a human pharmacy. Mm -hmm. And you also get, uh, what do you get, Prozac for Nike? Yes. Prozac, also available. It was a human drug at, at first, in fact. You're looking a little bug on your There's microphone. There's an ant crawling around my microphone. <laughs> anyway, cross-eyed. These, uh, these drugs, unfortunately, can be costly, especially in these hard economic times. And unfortunately, unlike that other plan that you have, your human insurance plan, your pet drugs are not covered by any kind of insurance. That's where the uh, Pets and People discount drug card. It's uh, brand new from Animal Radio. I have dozens of these to give away at all kinds of events, but you can go online and download your card right now. It's free to you. And anytime you need to get drugs for your animals at one of 55,000 participating pharmacies, and these are like Walgreens and Rite Aid, big-time uh-huh. pharmacies, you'll get between a 15 and 55% discount on generic drugs. That's a lot. Which is, uh, that really is, to cut that cost right in half, a little more than in half. Uh-huh. With this card, and it's a free card. All you have to do is download it from the Animal Radio website at AnimalRadio.com. I'll look for the link that says Free Pet Drug Card. And as I mentioned last hour, and this is what I wanted to clarify, if you're a human and you don't have insurance, you can use this card also to get a discount. So really? that's why they call it the Pets that's and cool. People card. Whoa. So they don't have to pretend they're actually a dog. Yeah, <laughs> which is, uh, I've tried that before. And, you know, you know, and I've had some folks that have said, hey, Doc, can you write my prescription in my name because yeah. I have insurance for myself? And, you know, oh, it, that I always tell them that. that is insurance fraud and you can't ask your veterinary professional to do that. But I think this card would really help to kind of bridge that uh, challenge about getting those prescriptions. It is very cool card. And if you let's say you don't have an Internet connection and you can't download the card right now, you can call me at one 405 8405 and I can send you one of these cards. Uh, so there's two ways to get them. They're free of charge. Feel free to use them as much as you want for the lifetime of, uh, you know, your pets or you or whatever. Uh, you get that discount. Very cool. Okay. So you can just use the card over and over again, huh? I got to love that. Cool. Okay. Now we're getting a, a week away from Halloween. Judy is dressing up the animal already. Uh, she has Ladybug, the studio stunt dog with red nails and a tattooed red heart on the side of her. A pet too. Joey has helped you with this one, hasn't he? No, actually... <laughs> No, he didn't. Not this one. I saw this company uh, in Modern Dog Magazine that did, they have stencils and in, in, in they call them pet twos. And I contacted him because I wanted to try it because I've never done that before. And they sent me a stencil, a heart stencil, and then the little dye, which is a vegetable oil and food coloring. So it's non-toxic. And I just applied it 
first I put a dot, did a, t- a test on it to make sure that she didn't have a reaction. I waited 48 hours, and then I put the stencil on with a Q-tip just lightly over her fur, and it came out beautiful. She has this heart on her. And it's part of her uh, Halloween costume. Uh-huh. Well, that's very cool. If you're not getting as uh, intense as Judy is this year... <laughs> Maybe, it's fun. Maybe you're just putting you think on one. she's crazy? No. Well, no, she she started this like two weeks ago. So three weeks before Halloween, she's already starting to get the dog ready for this. She really gets into her animal. And that's a good thing that she works here at Animal Radio. But, uh, you know, Halloween is one of those hol- uh, holidays that uh, either your animal loves or your animal hates. Because for some dogs, it's scary to see people in costumes yeah. walking up and down the street and coming to your door. But for other animals, like Ladybug, she gets into all the fun and, and really enjoys it. And she enjoys going door to door to get candy for daddy. And only for daddy because... As long as yeah. you keep her away from the candy house, that's going to be my request. Every year you see dozens of cases come in where people have eaten, or dogs have eaten the candy that was meant for people. Absolutely. And some of them are even from my own household. Yes. Didn't you have a problem last year? Um, it was a uh, chocolate Texas was several years ago. It was a different kind of Texas last year. But um, <laughs> all we have to say is Labrador Retriever, and everyone goes, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah I got it. Um, so, yeah, I've had one, my male uh, lab had a horrible, uh, the worst chocolate toxicity I have ever seen in veterinary mm. practice, and it was my pet. Um, but, yes, yeah, so it can be very serious. Now, small amounts may not be terrible. But what it does, if you allow your pets to eat small amounts of chocolate, they get a taste for it. Mm. And when given the opportunity, when or they find the opportunity, like mine did, he discovered a mass quantity of chocolate and ingested it. And um, we were really in bad state. He had heart arrhythmias, mm. very anxious, nervous, running around like he was just a wild man. And uh, we actually were very concerned that we were going to lose him over the heart toxicity effects. Wow. Um, so it is an emergency when they get a lot of it. And the darker chocolates, are the most dangerous. So white chocolate, which is my favorite, um, sweet, light, um, not as much caffeine and theobromine in there. But the darker chocolates and certainly baking chocolate is among the worst. So you do want to be vigilant. Keep those away from pets. And don't hide the kids' Halloween candies under beds. Dogs oh. know where that's at. So put that, that in a safe cabinet. <laughs> Yeah, and you know, you say, oh, well, I don't eat that dark chocolate or anything, but you're, you're absolutely right. They get a taste for it the first time, then maybe later they come back and it's the dark chocolate that they're eating. So, absolutely. Uh, okay, watch out for that this Halloween. Send us your pictures, by the way. We love posting those over at the website of your animals dressed up if you partake in this. Fun. It's a wonderful it's holiday. Fun. What are you saying, Hal? I, know. I love it. It's my favorite. I love to dress up at work every year, and I try to get the staff to do it. But last year, I think I was the only one who dressed up. <laughs> what are you going to wear this year? Um, I'm still working on the theme for um, the myself. The dogs are going to be all peas, pirates, pumpkins, and princess is what Aww. I was going to do. So um, I'm going to throw something together. I now, think. do you go from door to door, or you just answer at your house? How does that work? I just answer at our house, and I do love to dress the dogs up. And, and you know, I don't recommend everyone allow their dogs to be present during the trick-or-treating, because it can really freak out a lot of dogs, especially if they're aggressive or protective for the home, um, if they have anxiety with noise 
noises, it, it would be a really bad thing. But mine love it. They greet the people at the door, and I usually have them in costume, and everyone laughs and thinks it's hilarious, and they try to bust into their candy bag. And <laughs> it's a good time for well, all. I think we're being speciest here because our cat, Nike, likes to dress oh, yes. up. I put a cape on him. Oh, the little devil costume? And yes, and he <laughs> just struts around, and he wants everybody to I see him. I don't think him. he likes that. Yes, Joy, he, does Nike like to be dressed up? He goes to up? the door. Stop it. Uh, <laughs> Nike says he's going to plead diplomatic immunity. Ah, there you go. I think that's been answered right there. We're here to take your calls, and I do believe we have Jeff here. Hi, Jeff. Hi, how are you doing? Super. How's your day going? Good, thanks. What can we help you with today? Um, my cat has a pain problem, and when we take him to the vet, they say that he has crystals in his urethra. And about okay. once a year, about once a year, we have to take him in, and uh, they gave him this food to eat, but he refuses to eat it, and um, and I was wondering if you had any advice. Okay, absolutely. Now, when he's having these problems, is he actually getting fully blocked where he can't pass urine, or is it he's having um, frequent urination and pain, discomfort, things like that? It did happen once where he couldn't pass urine, and we had to bring him in. Um, does he ever have pain? And, yeah, he, uh, he has pain and struggles to pee sometimes. Okay. A very common problem in male cats, and, and definitely part of the problem is they have a tendency for different types of crystals in their urine. So the veterinarian's recommendation for diet can truly play a, a huge role in preventing future occurrences. does a little good if he doesn't like the food and he won't eat it. Um, do, do you recall the brand or the, the name of the food that you're using? Uh, CD something. Okay, CD. And, you know, there are a lot of other brands, so if it's a palatability problem where, you know, he's not really interested in the food, I'd talk to your veterinarian. I use one by Royal Canin uh, for the crystal problem that's called SO. I love it. Really good for cats. Um, they seem to like it pretty well. Um, but there's other brands out there as well, so that might be one way to attack it. For a lot of cats that have these chronic problems with problems going to the bathroom and crystals and the discomfort with that, I will always keep them on a glucosamine supplement. And um, it's not, you know, people are saying, wait a minute, we're not talking arthritis here. We're talking kind of a similar effect. And um, glucosamine in cats has a kind of a protective effect on the inside of their bladder. So it actually is kind of like a natural anti-inflammatory so on a long-term basis, any cat in my clinic that has this type of problem, we keep them on glucosamine supplements long-term. So that would be one thing um, that I would also see about adding into your regimen there. And uh, the hard thing is when we're really battling a acute crisis of managing uh, those problems, we want to make sure we fully treat the infection, get that under control with antibiotics, and then see if we can get them past that and, and work on the preventative uh, strategies there. So I didn't, I didn't ask you, Jeff, if you were using anything else besides just the food to try to help him out. Oh, no. The name oh, of the yeah. food is Prescription Diet CD Multicare or something like that. Okay, yeah, and it is, it's a, a good product, but again, you know, cats are cats, and they just sometimes have their own preferences. If they don't have on their schedule of menu, this is what uh, I want to eat, and it's what we put on the menu for the day, we really kind of have to work around that and find something that's going to be uh, more palatable for them. So try the other, uh, you know, try the other brands out there. And another big thing I'll mention, for cats that have chronic uh, infections, or what we call FUS, feline urologic syndrome, we'll add in a lot of moisture 
moisture to their food. So canned food is very helpful or even watering down the diet so that they have a little extra moisture and that kind of helps flush out uh, the bladder, if you will, kind of in a true toilet sense of the word. Um, but so try to stick to the, the canned varieties or, or moistening the food as well. Where can I find the glucosamine supplement? Um, for counts, um, we carry one through our veterinary office that's in a uh, capsule, that's a flavored capsule, so you open it up and you sprinkle it on the food. I'm not sure as far as the cat availability over the general market, um, but if you check at pet stores and you're not finding it, talk to your veterinarian. Um, there's one called Cosequin for cats that I use pretty frequently. And uh, the trick is if you're trying to introduce, say, this new diet, you don't want to switch too much at one time. So try the food and say get that, get them steady on a food and then try to add in this medication along with that because that'll throw too many wrenches into the whole system if you try to change too much on them right away. Okay. Yeah, give that a whirl. See how that helps you out. This is Dr. Debbie. We are here to take your calls at Animal Radio, 1-866-405-8405. Animal Radio is brought to you by Natural Balance Pet Food, the finest food you can buy for the health of your pet. No matter which line of Natural Balance Pet Food you choose, you know it will truly be the food for a lifetime. Visit www.naturalbalance.net to learn more. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Pets Life Oral Care. Now there's a healthy and natural solution to prevent oral disease in your pet with no brushing required. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. So would you like your kid to be a little smarter and would you like them to have more empathy? Well, you may want to think about a pet. We know that animals make great companions and playmates, but animals are really good teachers as well. Children know that a pet will love them and accept them unconditionally, and that'll build their self-esteem. What's more, research suggests that social, emotional, and cognitive development is enhanced when a child cares for a pet. Some studies have found that pet ownership can encourage language and communication skills because children tend to talk to their animals. Adults do, too, by the way. They confide their feelings, they show affection, they give commands, and sometimes they even incorporate their pets into their pretend play scenarios. Perhaps, though, the most important thing is that children who own pets or have direct experiences with animals, they seem to feel more empathy for other people from an early age, in part because they learn to understand the feelings and needs of animals that are dependent on their owners. So how does a pit bull swallow a flagpole? Well, for one puppy, the unlikely event happened when he was chewing on a garden flag and it became lodged in his throat. It's not that unusual knowing what a puppy will eat, but his gag reflex caused him to swallow and the result, a flagpole down his throat. Good news, though. He did survive. A vet removed the garden flagpole with a creative surgery. He used a pair of bolt cutters to cut part of the pole off, and then he surgically removed the rest. The little puppy's name was Blue, and Dr. Chris Ream says that after a 90-minute surgery, the pole, which was long as Blue's body, was successfully removed. And Blue is now doing okay. And you know what? So are his owners. Nestle, one of the world's biggest makers of pet food, said on Friday they had launched the first TV commercial designed especially for dogs. What they did is they used a high-frequency tone to grab their attention. Dogs' hearing is twice as sharp as humans, and they can pick up frequencies which are beyond our range, and they're better at differentiating sounds, said George Sanders. He's a nutrition expert at Nestle Purina Pet Care in Germany. Nestle asked uh, experts in pet behavior in the U.S. to research what would appeal to dogs and to use 
use the results to create a 23-second commercial for its Beneful dog food brand. Well, the ad's going to be screened on Australian TV, and it features a tone similar to a dog whistle, which humans can barely hear, as well as an audible squeak like the sound dogs' toys make with that high pitch, bing, bing, bing. Well, so delicious, so healthy, so happy, ends the commercial in German, which features a dog pricking up his ears. The TV commercial aims to reach both the pet and the owner, supporting the special one-to-one relationship between the two of them. I'm Stacy Cohen. Get more animal breaking news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Pets Life Oral Care. Our pets can show signs of oral disease by age three. Pets Life is the healthy and natural solution with no brushing required. Visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z.com. Did you know that 80% of dogs show signs of oral disease by age 3 and the cost to fix these issues can be up to $1,000? Now there's a healthy, natural, and affordable solution and no brushing is required. Pets Life Oral Care breaks down the plaque and tartar that leads to gum disease and bad breath. To avoid those large vet bills and keep your pet healthy, call 888-453-4682. That's 888-453-4682. Or visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z Oh, welcome back. It is Animal Radio celebrating our connection with our pets nationwide and live. Toll free, 1-866-405-8405. That is the number to connect with Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Animal communicator Joy Turner and groomer Joey Volani. Did you see him on uh, Dogs 101 last week? Yes, I did. Doing a pretty good job. He does. He looks great. I think he's lost a little bit of weight. Just a little bit, yes. You know who will be on the phone? We have Gregory Popovich. We welcome him back to the show. Gregory, where are you right now? Hi, uh... We are in San Francisco right now. We are doing tour um, all over West Coast. Now, for those of you that are brand new to Animal Radio, you haven't heard Gregory before. He has the Popovich Comedy Pet Theater, and it goes on at the uh, V Theater inside Planet Hollywood usually. But you're taking some time off for a tour. I don't want to say taking it off because you're probably working really hard. Is it the same show that you will see in Las Vegas? Uh, no, this is uh, even bigger because uh, in Las Vegas, um, uh, rules in casino, all this show have to run only one hour. In my uh, show on the tour, we have much more acts, and this is two-part show, one hour, wow. 40 minutes. Okay, so what animals do you have in the show? Uh, we have a, a lot of different animals, like, of course, our major attraction House cats, train house cats, we call house cats review, dogs, and we also have geese, it's new for us, uh, parrots, doves, and even white mice. Okay. Wait a minute, wait a minute, these animals don't get along together. Of course not. Uh, they, In fact, dogs and cats, they play together, they grow up, but those are other pets, uh, like birds and the mice, of course, we'll keep them separate. Now, all these animals you've trained, but they really came to you with some of these skills to begin with. They're rescued animals, correct? Yes, exactly. Um, I save uh, all my pets, uh, even geese uh, and parrot, uh, from shelter, uh, especially with geese. I found them, uh, some uh, old lady in the farm uh, die, and nobody want to take care of them, and they brought them to the shelter. So I usually visit once in a while to the uh, SPCA or shelters to see what new pets 
arrived. And I see uh, geese, and I start thinking what we can do with geese. It's interesting uh, <laughs> opportunity for me, challenge. And they do funny stuff, and audience will be surprised. Hi, Grisha. I, I just was waiting when the hell will introduce me to you, but I, I guess I need to take the charge in my own hands. So, for everyone, well, hello, uh, I, you I, may I be... like somebody know my short name. It means somebody speak Russian. Exactly, exactly. It's for them, you are George, whatever they say. For me, you're the Grisha, Grigori. How are you? I'm good, fine, thank you. I just did some background check on you. You call the KGB, whatever, and just I found out we have a lot of in common. You were the youngest guy at, 70, at 70, 17 years old. You were a member of the Moscow uh, circles, which you, you were the youngest guy. That's what you started. And I'm around that time also was a Russian uh, champion in the dog training. So it's kind of very interesting. And uh, you're working with so many animals. And um, I also learned that you're not just training them. you kind of um, revealing their own uh, personalities and love them to show their own traits. Is it right? Exactly. That's why we call our show Pet Theater. I try to find out and I hope I found a new way to participate animals in show business. So instead present simple tricks, dogs jumping or do some tricks, we build some story around, uh, we build some small sketches around pets and looks like they're acting as actors. For example, just a few very brief examples, like Beginning our show, the dog addresses MC, come to the microphone, introduce our show. Another act we call dog classroom with dog acting as a student. And one dog, uh, he really lazy, he don't want to do nothing. And I create for him part like the uh, student who didn't prepare homework. He always hide behind the desk. So based on their natural habits, we uh, try to build uh, any different situation. Oh my gosh! I mean, back in Russia, you and I probably were eating those those pets you were working with. Now, what is the quiet change? <laughs> you know, uh, you... Yeah. Oh yeah, and uh, you know, it's uh, uh, I believe it's our mind change for working here. Uh, for me, it was surprise how government support homeless pets, isn't? For you yeah, too? it is. It's unbelievable, unbelievable. In this country, you know, if you uh, um, you know if you're in trouble, who cares to some degree? But if the animal in trouble, oh my gosh, exactly. you know, exactly. then uh, you know our Organization, humane, whatever, we're gonna come in your in, in in your house, and you will be after kick without pedal. To some degree, you know, I really support it because you and I were animal lovers. I don't just don't like any extremes. That's that's the only problem exactly. I have with that. Exactly. I know you're working with the dogs, and um, you. What type of the methods, if you could tell me, because I'm kind of maybe learn something from you too. Do you using the treats? Uh, you know what? Uh, it's I heard a, a few different techniques like uh, clicking noise, and I have, use old school because my mom worked with dogs in the Russian circus, and I represent fourth generation Russian uh, circus pet trainer. So I grew up in uh, like old school, and uh, of course treat, and uh, also I learned uh, from my mom do not push too much like practice have to be like session uh, for one particular things like few times like five seven times if you are asked to do one command so the dog doesn't lose interest to do uh, same command uh, many times and of course uh, pet treat and also respect this is another important part uh, respect your pet 
mutual respect. Your, mom, your mother was right, because like we say in Russia, don't try to rediscover America or reinvent the wheel. That's what, uh, you know, sometimes we need to go to the grandmother rules and uh, just do, do the way we did before, but also we need to evolve and we use the, use the new technologies and new knowledge and new science. And uh, thank you so much for, 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 for being on the show, really. I really, really enjoy you and I many times on internet never really was witnessed but i seen your shows on youtube and i really really love it we had a chance to film that show and you can find that up yes. on the website at animalradio.com it is truly a, a tremendous show you have a book that trains cats too a video is it a, is exactly. it a video yes. mm-hmm. and what is it let's give that a plug video, real fast. video and cats and this is book uh, published uh, like two years ago in the new york uh, san martin press it's uh, available any book uh, bookstore but uh, this is book not only about training cats this is book also about how you can build communication with your kitty, how you make your life and life of your cat easy, traveling, uh, feeding. So this all bunch of different aspects and useful, uh, useful information a pet lover can find in this book. You're on tour now, October 26th. You will be in Bend, the 27th, Florence, Eugene, Corvallis, Portland, following uh, November, uh, Yakima, Edmonds, Bellingham, and Sandpoint. And then you're back at the Planet Hollywood Resort and Casino in Las Vegas at the V Theater starting December 18th. It's Gregory Popovich. I have tickets for Bend, Oregon right now. If you're there, you want to check out the show, it's toll-free. Give us a call, 1-866-405-8405. Gregory, thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, you're welcome. I just would like to invite the uh, folks all ages because this is a show for all ages. Everybody. I hope everybody have fun. And everybody can learn something about training. What do you think the animals think about this, Joy? Well, I don't know about all of them. I haven't checked on all of them, but his absolutely adore that man. It's like if you were God walking on earth, they couldn't think anything more of you. And he has a similar accent to mine, so that's kind of good too. <laughs> I, I'm just curious, Hale, do you understand him as well as you understand me? I've, I know I have a little bit Michigan accent because I'm from Midwest. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Trying to sell your old car? Instead, donate your vehicle to Heritage for the Blind. Pickup is free and your donation is tax deductible. Just call 1-800-850-4516. Heritage for the Blind accepts cars, vans, trucks, and boats whether they run or not. Donate your vehicle and you'll receive a free three-day vacation voucher to over 50 locations. Call 1-800-850-4516. That's 1-800-850-4516. 1-800-850-4516. Got a pet? Head to Mendocino County, just a few hours north of San Francisco, is a destination that is perfect for both you and your pet. Mendocino County has it all. Wine, waves, wilderness, and one of the most pet-friendly places in the entire country. From inns and bed and breakfasts that are set up to accommodate you and your pet, to restaurants with their own pet venues, it's true and hundreds of miles of coastal beauty and wilderness to explore to learn more go to visit mendocino.com or call 888-GO-MENDO tell them harry putter sent you celebrating seven years as the finest resource site for aging dogs cats and their owners seniorpetproducts.com provides the latest news information and products for the life of your pet at seniorpetproducts.com you'll find everything your aging pets need and our friendly support staff ready to answer your questions New customers enter promo code SAVE25 on our homepage or a checkout to receive 25% off your entire order. The most trusted authority on all things Senior Pet. SeniorPetProducts.com This is Animal Radio. Hi, James. Hello, Doctor. How are you? 
What can I do for you today, James? Well, I have uh, bought a young ball python from a place called the Pond Place in San Luis Obispo. And because of the name of the place, I just wanted to check the information that they gave me. Okay. Um, since this guy supposedly is no more than a couple months old, they said that he's you know rapidly growing, and they told me to feed him every 7 to 10 days. Okay, and I'm sorry, I didn't catch. What kind of species are we? It's a ball python. Ball python, okay. Africa. Yeah, okay. and I just wanted to know, can I, you know, economically also, can I stretch it out? Should I stretch it out? Is it healthy for them? Should I follow really? their word verbatim? Are they selling me mice, you know? Uh, sure, <laughs> and that, I can understand that you want to know, are they just pushing these rodents on you that you don't need? But in general, for juvenile uh, snakes, feeding every 7 to 10 days is appropriate. Um, as you start to get into adulthood, yeah, we stretch that out, and we'd probably go maybe every 2 to 4 weeks. Some some guys I'll go every 6 weeks. Um, but uh, that sounds reasonable. Um, and are you feeding live, or are you feeding uh, frozen? I'm feeding live. Okay. I feel it's I feel it's better for my snake to still have an active hunting ability rather than what, what are yeah, your thoughts on that? You know, most veterinarians would say we would prefer the freshly killed or the frozen. Oh, this sounds gross, doesn't this? To talk about this on the radio, <laughs> but <laughs> just the reason because of the potential for the prey uh, causing bites to the snake, and those are horrible. Sometimes we lose snakes over that. So most veterinarians would recommend to either feed uh, frozen thawed or freshly killed. Sometimes um, the mice win that fight, is what you're saying? Oh, sure, yeah, and especially <laughs> with ball pythons, they wow. sometimes have problems with lapses in their appetite for a lot of different huh. reasons. Sometimes it's husbandry. Sometimes it's just seasonal. Sometimes in winter they'll fall off and don't eat as well. And that's normal. Um, in some ball pythons, I've had them go a year or more without eating. So if they're not in that mode and ready to eat, um, yeah, you leave that prey in with them and they actually become bitten because they're just uh, sitting there and those little critters will nibble on them and then you become septic and all that. So, oh, no. um, so it, it just be something to be cautious, and I'd say experienced uh, reptile people, you know, may be fine with that, but you just have to be aware and, and not leave your snake unattended when you're doing the feeding that way. Yeah, definitely. I would make sure this thing is dispatched very quickly and or take it out. Mm-hmm. And how long have you had them? Uh, about a month now. A lot okay. of fun. And how's I it like been eaten for you? It's a species that doesn't get 25 feet. <laughs> and I thought that was really good of those people to make sure that I'm not going to be adopting a problem. Yes, and well, they can live a long time, but size-wise, they're very uh, reasonable, you know, three, four feet, very comfortable. Uh, the biggest problem I see with the ball pythons, and veterinarians get so many calls about these guys, is because they're very sensitive, and um, they do go off their food quite a bit. So uh, do your best to keep the husbandry right where it needs to be, and, uh, you know, if your guy wants to eat every seven days, ten days... Um, I don't see a problem as long as we're in good body condition and we're not getting fat. And, yes, snakes can get fat. <laughs> so, really? Yes. Yeah, so if you haven't already set up with a, a snake veterinarian in your area, that might not be a bad time to actually kind of start to feel things out and find one who's uh, very comfortable in your area and working with the species. I will do that. Thanks for calling, James. We appreciate that. All right. Great program. I listen to you every uh, chance I get. What is that on KVEC there in San Luis Obispo? Yes, sir. Okay, good station. We appreciate it, James. Thanks for listening to Animal Radio. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. (laughs) 
please uh, close the studio door behind you? Thank you. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. One week away from Halloween. Ladybug, the studio stunt dog, already sporting part of her costume, a tattoo, and I take it it's temporary, right? Yeah, it's a pet tube. A pet tube. Yes, a pet tube. What, it looks like a stencil? Isn't that cool? I thought you had something to do with that. You had nothing to do with that, Joey Volani? No, nothing. Nothing at all. And I I need to know where where these came from. (laughs) Who sent them to you? So a company actually does this? Yeah, the company is Pet2, and their website is pet-inc.com. Okay. And upcoming for Halloween, they have a witch stencil. Wouldn't that be cool? So you want to order that right now, probably, if you want to have it in time for Halloween coming up. A week from now, and of course, you'll get more candy if your animal is dressed up. That's how it works. I think we should hit the phones, don't you? Uh, what do you mean? That's a cool term for let's answer some phone calls. Okay. Okay, right. let's do so. Okay. See, I'm going to teach you all the cool lingo. Okay? <laughs> but hit the phone. Hit the phone. Don't okay. listen to him, Vladdy. Hit the phone. Okay. Uh, he taught me all the bad words, I you know. know. When just, He's going to yeah. tell you they're good. Women like okay. to hear these things. Right, Al. <laughs> Hey, David. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? Very good. Where are you today? Uh, Springfield, Ohio. Oh, okay. Never been there? I got Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard here. Uh, he can help you with any yes. any problem you have. In Ohio, it's as snowy like uh, back in Siberia. So, you know, I'm very familiar with that region because I'm from Michigan. So we're, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's always our neighbor. Yeah. Okay. How can I help you? What What is your problem or your dog's problem? Whatever. <laughs> I'm hearing barking, you know, in the background. Okay. Your dog barking? Sorry, my, that was my five-year-old just came running in and told me a cartoon was on. Um, it's kind of puppy, uh, too, you know? So, the, uh, tell me, please. Not, let's we do this. Let's we do question and answer. Let's we start with the question in one sentence. How can I stop my dog? It's not, it's not like a problem that I have with my dog. It's just behavior that she does that no one's been, like I've asked the vet and everybody else what, why she does this and no one's been able to ever able okay, to give so me an answer for instance like if sentence. i walk up to her instantly she she will lie down at my feet facing me and she she has done this um probably she's just oh she actually just hit a year old like my former uh, girlfriend the same thing it's a you know it's a, she just wants to please you so wh- wh- why it's uh, why it's so concerning you? I I would be concerned if that dog would pee and poop when she lay down in front of you. That oh, would be oh, no, you know that's no, happening it, all the time. That's submissive urination. Concern. I was just you know I, I you know that I, I think that was the answer that you know everybody she's just um, you know she's a German Shepherd Akita mix and um, at least know, half, at least at least your dog is half good. So you have a German Shepherd. So you know you shouldn't have this problem. I mean it's a very Rarely that Akita do bow. You remember like a, uh, Barack Obama did uh, to the uh, King Hussein? Yeah. I mean, this is this is the very unusual, you know, for Akita to do so because Akita on its own is the Prince Hussein. But uh, if that dog is behaving the same way toward your wife too, or just toward you? It's it's only towards me. She's uh, my, my, her and my wife are the only females in the house, and I always say that there there's always been like a uh, like a, a, a the female power struggle there. Oh, yeah, I I know what you mean. It's called beaches fight. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so she, because I know her and my wife do not always see eye to eye at at times, and my wife will tell you that I spoil the dog more than I spoil her. 
But then I tell her <laughs> the dog stops barking at me when I spoil her. <laughs> you know, I'm enjoy I'm enjoying that conversation because my Russian wife she doesn't need to be authoritative when she just looks at at my dog. My big German shopper is looking for the fifth corner of the room and can't find where. But this is her attitude. I mean, she's treating she she was trying to treat me that way, but it didn't work really well for her. But at least she's doing it to to our dog now. Yeah, Listen, now, I <laughs> regarding the relationship between two females. Yes, your wife needs to pick up the lead and establish as the being alpha female in the relationship. That could be done as the result of the solid obedience training. I would highly recommend get the color unleashed. Pinch color would be a good idea. And uh, six-foot leash. And ask your wife. She doesn't need to go anywhere. She doesn't need to break the sweat. She needs to go in the environment where they have a power struggling in the backyard, front yard, and uh, inside of your house. And here's the trick. Uh, no matter how I say you, you will never be able to do it unless you see it. And you can go to the... Uh, hell, could you help me where this video is? It's uh, at animalradio.com. It's just like the name of the radio show, animalradio.com. Uh-huh. And you can yeah, see the I video. How easy right now. Yeah, how easy you can teach the dog follow you, just reverse direction and snap on the leash. And as a matter of fact, it was Akita. You remember, Hell? It was that was Akita. And we asked the lady to bring for me untrained dog. And when she when she showed up with that Akita, I was about telling her, you know what? Just very calmly, just just get away and never come back with that dog. But you know, I still did it. And I think it's not because Akita is bad. Akita just remind me the cats. And I'm not a good cat trainer. You know, the hell is a really good cat trainer, and I'm not. And when if economy going to get worse, maybe I will consider it. <laughs> but uh, they're very independent, you know, and I like to be in control. Uh, back in Russia, Vladimir Putin, even in charge of the weather, if he doesn't like the weather, weather changed. But anyway, this is how he, you, your wife can do, can establish his authority over the dog. Regarding your dog coming to you and lay down nicely, I would love it. I would love it. It's just nothing wrong about this. Yeah, as long as she's not peeing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it seems when like when, like when I'm in, you know, when I'm around uh, Nala, she, you know, she's, you know, she's most well behaved. Name. If I tell her to lay down, she lays down. If I tell her to go to her bed, she goes. But if my wife tells her to do something, she just looks at my wife like, "Yeah, lady, I'm not." Exactly. Doing she asks, "Why, why your bitch is asking me?" That's what she's <laughs> thinking about, you know. And that's why you, your wife needs to be alpha female or the top bitch, you know. That's why she needs to put the color on leash and show to that Akita mix, who is really alpha female. Listen, my dog Mika, when she meets every female or any male, she doesn't care. It's a male or female. She just first thing, first thing she's telling to every dog, she is the alpha bitch. They like it or not. And your wife needs to think and act as another dog because human pack and canine pack has the same uh, similarity. Or she will lead that dog or pick up the lead or the dog will lead. That's just the Simple as that. life. Simple yeah. as that. Okay. All right. So next week. Next week, same place. Same time, same place. Station. Bye. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye, Joy. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. This is Animal Radio Network. Network.